This is Manual Focus, where I shoot the breeze about the fine details of photography and creative life. I'm Alicia Colon, a commercial photographer and stylist for creatives and designers. This is episode 15, Why I Left Unsplash. Oddly, I've been wanting to do this topic for a while, but I'm kind of afraid of the backlash. Um, So I've tabled the topic. So my friends, the the community that I'm in, uh, are designers. And often designers are the ones who are using Unsplash. Um, So I just, I felt really scared and intimidated to approach the subject of why I think uh, Unsplash actually hurts the photography industry. Um, But at the same time, I can kind of see how it would have some positives as well. And so instead of like attacking Unsplash, which is not what I'm going to do, I'm just going to very candidly and transparently share my personal experience with Unsplash and uh, my thoughts behind it. And even... Like later on in the episode, if you wanted to use Unsplash, perhaps you're new and whatever your reason why you want to use it, like maybe there's a way that you can use it that would benefit you in the long run instead of hurt the industry as a whole. Um, But so I wanted to table this, um, but Jeremy Cowart, which is, uh, he's really well-known photographer. If you don't know him, um, you must be underneath a rock or something because he, uh, goodness gracious, he's one of the most known photographers out there, uh, online. And he made a, uh, a Facebook message this past Friday to post it out to everybody, a video, um, about why he thinks Unsplash hurts the photography industry. And so because I kind of felt like this little fire kindled within me again. And, you know, I may be like, Oh, I have someone else who agrees with me. Um, and <laughs> like, I feel a little bit more courage to stand up and to, to speak my mind. So here I am. Um, and hopefully again, just listen, hear me out. And I'd love to hear your feedback and your thoughts about this too. Um, so a little bit about me, I can imagine that this actually might get the rounds. You guys might, uh, this might be passed along. So you don't know who in the world I am. So I'm Alicia Cologne. Uh, like my intro said, I am a commercial, commercial photographer. Uh, I work in a multidisciplinary, uh, creative agency. We do branding and UI. Uh, our name is Focus Lab. We also have a motion animator and videographer on staff as well. Um, so, but prior to this, I was a wedding and a family um, photographer. The nights and weekends, though, that you have to do with these kind of clients just collided with my family schedule. And some other things um, brought me to culmination to uh, give up that career. Um, So I ended up transitioning into a a digital project manager for the agency that I was currently working with. which was, is again, Focus Lab. Um, but then in 2014, so after being there for about two years, in 2014, I made the transition to be a commercial photographer uh, within that same in- agency. So again, I was a family photographer. I transitioned to be a, a digital project manager at Focus Lab. Two years in, I kind of approached like, hey, can I become your commercial photographer? And they're like, yes, that'd be great. Um, however, we don't have a full-time gig for you. We don't even have a uh, robust part-time gig. It's going to be about like five hours a week. So I went from 40 hours a week to five hours a week. So I had to fill my time, um, obviously. Uh, so 
not only was I trying to get like freelance gigs in this commercial realm, I was also trying to prove myself, uh, trying just to produce things to consistently show on my social media uh, so that wouldn't go dark. Um, so I ended up filling the project with personal projects. And I actually talked about that a little bit uh, an episode or two ago. I think it was episode 13. If you want to talk, if you want to hear a little bit about my personal projects and how they've helped me. Um, and so insert Unsplash. This is one of the reasons why I joined Unsplash uh, in the beginning is because I thought that it would help me get exposure. Um, I thought that, you know, you would submit these images. Uh, and then if you end up becoming like on the featured, on the homepage, on the index page, you know, um, you would get a lot of traction. And I did. So what happened was one of my photos that I did do for a personal project got the recognition um, on being featured. And I can tell you for a while, you know, I was just on cloud nine because here I am transitioning from a um project manager to a commercial photographer, wondering if I can even make it. And then pretty much like being pushed out up in front going like, Hey, here's Alicia's work. And it's really good. Um, and I mean, this was even before they had the micro sites, you know? So if you guys have followed along with Unsplash before it was like, they would only post 10 photos every 10 days. So it's one photo every day and they didn't even have a micro site. So you, people would post their photos hoping it would get featured and it might not get featured. So it's, it was like, you never really knew what was going to happen, but eventually what happened, um, is that they evolved it to where photographers could have a microsite. And with this microsite, um, you know, you can end up having your photos and then one of those photos might still be featured in, in the regular, you know, homepage. So I had a photo featured in the, um, in the freaking whatever it's called homepage. And I, I had a burst of affirmation. I mean, just, you know what? Other people think I can do it. I can do this commercial photography thing. I got this. So that was really good. And that was really positive. And I really, really, really enjoyed that. Um, another thing was I did get leads. I did. Okay. I'm not going to be uh, silly and say that I didn't. However, the quality of leads is what wasn't there. Um, so it's kind of like a high-end photographer, uh, trying to get brides at a garage sale or on Craigslist. You know, it's just, it's not the people that you're going to bring in your target demographic is, is just off. And so, so this is going to kind of transition to me kind of like what bad things happened. So yes, I got affirmation. That's good. Yes. I ended up getting increased quote unquote exposure and leads. Yes, that's good. But what came out of it was all these leads that came in. I already set the precedent that I would work for free because they downloaded my work for free. And so when they came to me, they were either cheap or no money at all. Like there's this one gig that I, um, that I really wanted. It was this international instrumental musician, uh, composer. And he, he made some really cool stuff and he was publishing like his third or fourth CD or something like that, his album. And, uh, he wanted, he saw something that I did and he super loved it. Um, it was that feature photo. And he said, I really like the concept. I think it would really work. However, I want something that would be more exclusive to me. Um, like, so 
let's kind of think this through. And so I was really excited. That was a really good email. Uh, so I set up a phone call with them and I, and we talked and pretty much it was like, well, if you end up creating another photo, literally, if you end up like doing something and you end up creating a photo and you think that it's, that you, that it's of this caliber and it speaks kind of what I want, just let me know and I'll pay you for it. No private commission, uh, no, like, Hey, let's, and I just told him straight out, I'm sorry, I don't do that. But that's a great example of the caliber of leads that you get in from Unsplash period. So, um, I can't, again, I can't blame them. I can only blame myself because I'm the one who set that standard that I would work for free because I put my work up for free. Um, so and that's why I kind of think that it's hurting our industry is because it's setting out a precedent that it's okay uh, that these creatives will work uh, for less money. So one of the stories was the music guy that I just told you, but there was another story. So J- Jeremy Cower actually, again, um, pointing back to the previous comp- the previous mention of his name about the Facebook message or video that he likes you know, broadcasted. He, he was sharing that, I mean, he's been in this for 15 years. I've only been it for eight years, you know, and two of those years have been commercial. So I am so, um, I'm so immature in my career, uh, compared to him. Um, so take what I say with a grain of salt, but definitely feel the weight of what he says, you know, and the thing that he told, that he told us that I just, I really resonated with was when, and, th- and this is a Christian artist. So Christian artists, generally speaking, obviously will not have the budget when it comes to photo shoots as um, a secular artist would, just period, you know, and, and there's many different ways and, and I'm not going to get into any of that, but um, they would have a less amount of money. It used to be $100,000. Okay. Now he's saying over, over the span of years, now it's like a grand and it's a lot because of, um, the willingness of people to do things for free for quote unquote exposure. And it's just, it's just not good. It's hurting the industry. Um, and so, and another thing that I think that Unsplash does, and I, I don't really know how to say this nicely, um, but they exploit the photographers to make the founders and the name bigger. You mean, I know that they're trying and I know I can imagine that their hearts are in the right place, meaning like they, they're making this, I saw that the book that they made, you know, which is like really awesome and it's super beautiful. Um, but it's like really out, out of, out of the community whose names are getting bigger, you know, in, in an unhealthy situation like that, the names that are getting bigger are the ones that are on top. You know, it, it's the founders, it's the people who are behind the scenes. It, it's not, it's not the, the minions out there that are taking the photos. And that's how I feel like they're treated because if they were respected, they would be, be getting paid for what they were doing. And there's so many different ways to do this in a way that it allows people, um, these photos in, in a economical way, you know, I mean, it, it's like, they're trying to, it's not expensive, 
photos, I mean, good photos can be really cheap for what you need. But the thing is, is that they're still paying for equipment. Even if they're cheap, they're still helping to pay for the freaking $3,000 camera that people are like lugging around. And yeah, some of these photos are taken with Rebels or, you know, iPhones or whatever, but it's like, it's still time. It's still the computer. It's still the software. I mean, people have to get paid for this stuff. And so what ends up happening is that the people that are looking good and shining good are the people who founded this. And I feel like the photographers are being forgotten. And I, and I see that there are efforts to try to make uh, that not so, but it is so. And un- until they get money, um, until the photographers get paid for the efforts that they're doing, I just, I really feel like um, it's kind of a pimp scenario, honestly, like very truthfully. Um, so of course, I'm not here to sway you. I'm just kind of here to tell you what my thoughts are. Um, but if you did have some photos, like what could you do with them? So I took all my photos down and I put them over uh, on Creative Market first off, uh, which is um, it's a, one of those leading um, design assets plates. You, you pretty much can sell anything you want. They'll kind of look at your f- stuff at first and be like, okay, yeah, I think, I think you're good enough or okay. I don't think you're good enough or whatever. But for the most part, they're actually pretty wide and in, in what they accept. And so you can go and you can upload your photos and you can set the price for them. So if you want to sell them for a dollar, you can, or like get, um, there, there's plenty of like Squarespace and also WordPress has, um, easy digital download plugin that's pretty cheap as well. And I mean, so you can sell these things for really cheaply uh, upfront cost to you if you really want to try to sell your stock photography. Now, is there money in stock photography? Yes, there is money in stock photography. I just sold one image for $300 yesterday doing absolutely nothing. I was sitting on my butt and I just got the text and I I was just... uh, you know, obviously it was like, all right, I'll drink to that. Um, so, and on top of that, I only have 100 images in my stock photography gallery. The people that have 1000 to 2000 images that, that more than that are obviously making, um, a good lump sum off of their stock photography. Um, so I definitely think that there's multiple places for you to put your photos. So I'm on Stocksy United um, and you can actually hear more in depth about Stocksy United in episode nine, kind of walk through uh, how I got onto onto that like platform and then kind of what the behind the scenes looks like if you're interested in that. But there's also iStock and Shutterstock and Adobe Stock. And I know right now specifically, Adobe Stock is looking for American photographers, mainly because they um, they adopted Photolia, which is a European market. And so a lot of the designers here are actually asking for uh, like American outlets and American families and, and like American, uh, home furnishings and things like that. So, um, and on top of that, where Stocks and United is exclusive, Adobe stock is not. So here's something that if you end up wanting to do, with Unsplash. If you wanted to try to use Unsplash as a marketing tool, because here I was a designer first. Okay. So I know, uh, vector easy or brush easy, or, you know, all these like graphic burgers, things like out that are out there where you can get free resources. And what that ends up doing is being like 
you know, crack because you find the brush that you really like, but you're like, man, I really want more brushes like this. And then you go and you see who made that brush. And then you end up buying the other brushes that that person made. Like, so I can see that marketing potential in Unsplash, but you have to use it wisely. And so if you were a part of Adobe stock and you had one of the photos over there at, um, Unsplash and like tried to like, you know, point it back to Adobe stock. So it's like, okay, people go and they search like, you know, child lifestyle and they see a tricycle and they're like, man, I really like this, but I would really like more, you know, like maybe in your bio you say, Hey, I have more children lifestyle. If that's your niche, I have more children lifestyle available at Adobe stock. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? Use it, use Unsplash then as a gateway you know, like if you're going to use it, but don't let it be the end all be all of like, of your marketing, like push them, push them to a way to like make you money. You know, that's what, that's what you need to do. Well, thanks for tuning in. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Dribbble as Alicia Cologne. For show notes, go to aliciacologne.com slash manual dash focus. See you next episode.